Welcome back, everybody. Brand new episode of the Crowd Noise Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Martinez. On a Thursday, April 25th, 2019. It's a beautiful day today. Fantastic day. Um, it's a special day. I'm a little bit... I'm almost too excited to continue. It's just, it's just a strange day. Very special day in Crowd Noise history. Very first time ever. We have ourselves a guest. Would you like to introduce... Or I'm, I'm supposed to introduce you. I'm the, I'm the host ahead, of the show. Okay, uh, we have one... I've mentioned him before. He's a... I don't even... He's not a fan of the show anymore because now he's a part of the I'm crowd... contributor. 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 You're part of the crowd noise family now. Um, the fa- family of two. Just <laughs> me and you now. It's just literally me and you. Uh, one, Mr. Ben Babadook. Everyone give a round of applause for Ben. Ben Babadook. Thanks for joining the show today. I really Thank appreciate you for it. having me. <laughs> uh, we got a great show today. Um, we are not... Absolutely not. Doing any draft coverage. I am not wasting any of my time or your time or your time, Ben Babadook. I'm not wasting any time. It's, it's no reason. There's absolutely. Are you going to watch the draft at all? Like, do you intend on watching the draft? I am not intending on watching a team that went 3 and 12 pick a 5 10 quarterback. No interest whatsoever in that. I don't. And it's, he's the biggest star in the draft. Not that he's the best player, which I don't believe. He's yeah. the biggest star by far. Kyler Murray, he is the biggest star in the draft. And after, and it's notes, don't believe, how does this happen? Okay, explain this to me. Um, Dwayne Haskins' stock now is rising. How? He's done nothing. I mean, no offense to Dwayne Haskins. But how does his stock rise, then drop, then rise again after his pro day? Like, what made you decide that his draft stock is going up now when he hasn't done anything since his pro day? I don't understand it whatsoever. Kyler Murray, the same thing. Now they're saying... He's not going number one. He's going number one. They are absolutely picking him. There's no way that Arizona does not take Kyler Murray. And after that, I'll watch it only because it's Thursday night and there's nothing else on TV. Yeah. Are there any games on tonight in the NBA? Uh, I don't think so, no. Not, until, not until the weekend. Not until the, the weekend. So I, there's nothing. I'll watch it literally just to have noise um, <laughs> as I'm looking at my phone. Because you know how you, yeah, like you put you. things you. on just so you can look at your phone? Yeah. Are you like that? You're home alone. You need. You don't want to feel alone. You put. You yeah, put, exactly. You put the NFL draft on to feel like. To yeah, feel like, you're, like white noise. Yeah, because yeah. like, there's sometimes like, like they'll have stuff on the TV that's like I'm not even intending to watch, but I have to change it. I can't even look at my phone and have it on at the same. So that's what the draft is like. I'll have it on just just to have it on in the background. Um, the Cardinals are taking Kyler Murray. I know we said we're not doing any yeah. draft coverage. I just no, wanna, no, that, I just that, that's, yeah, that's a given. They're I, taking Kyler Murray. Um, when they could, it said we just read it right now. The Raiders are targeting Nick Bosa. Cool. I mean, sure. I mean, they could target I mean, whoever I, they want. I, I'm I'm trying to target Kim Kardashian, man. I really I, I really I'm wish like, I could. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could, and you're welcome to target. <laughs> you're welcome to target her, but you have as much chance as landing Kim Kardashian as the Raiders do getting Nick Bosa. I don't think he's going to be on the board. If he is on the board, that's a shock. And even if he's still on the board at, um, for the Raiders at number four. I don't trust him enough to take Nick Bosa. I think he's the best player in the draft, yeah. but I don't feel like the Raiders are smart enough to actually draft Nick Bosa um, at four. Yeah, they'll, they'll do something crazy. They'll draft a punter before John Gruden and what's his face bowl cut decide. Hey. Uh, um, Dave, not Al Davis. What's yeah. his, I don't even know his name. Yeah, you know, but you know, you. I, I know that's exactly, all I have I to say. They have a better chance at drafting some. No name kid out of Missouri State before they make a smart decision. Mark Davis is his name. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I don't, I don't try. And then they have um, 
Is it Mark Mayock or Mike Mayock? I'm losing all my names now. Mayock, the yeah. mock draft? I actually have it right here. Oh, you do? Yeah. It is, it's Mike Mayock. As soon as you get here, I lose all, my, I lose all my, my focus here, man. It's Mike Mayock. And the Raiders are so, like, their main pieces of the franchise, John Gruden, Mike Mayock, they have TV backgrounds, like entertainment backgrounds, and it kind of fits that way because they're running their team like a reality show. You fire your entire scouting division like two weeks before because you don't trust them. Like that sounds like a reality show like tabloid. Like it, it's absolutely ridiculous. The Raiders are, they're just a joke. I mean, it's it's unbelievable what they're doing. You over got there. you got to have headlines going into Las Vegas. You got to. Well, I guess I guess so. How hype, How much hype can you build around a team that you know is going to go negative in the in the years coming into their new five hundred million dollar stadium? I mean, that's part of it. They, they do kind of attract a lot of attention. They are one of the Raiders are one of the biggest brands in all of football, along with like the Cowboys, the Steelers, and the Patriots. But unlike those other three teams, the Raiders have had zero success over the past few years. And it's incompetent moves and decisions like that. Like I don't understand. because. And then they said, we don't trust our scouting division. We don't know who we're going to draft. And this kind of goes back to the Cardinals as well. How do you not know who you're going to draft the night of? Like they still said the Raiders could target... Nick Bosa. Haven't they made their decision by now? It's like, the draft is tonight. How do you not know who you're drafting? The Raiders and the Cardinals are absolutely, I mean, they're, they're both a joke, but at least the Cardinals and their benefit know who they're, they're taking. They Kyler have Murray. some sense, at least. They're taking Kyler yeah. Murray. There's no way around it. Unless the Raiders move up and they take Kyler Murray, that would, it would be surprising, but I would not be shocked because it's a move I could see the Raiders making. Mm. I could see the Cardinals if they did want Nick Bosa and not Kyler Murray swapping first rounds um, or first picks with the Raiders, taking their other two picks, and then a first round next year. That's four first round picks in total in exchange for Nick Bosa and their other four, three picks after that. Yeah. But do you do you really want him that bad to want to do something that Mark Davis-ish? The Raiders, do they want, you're saying, do the Raiders want Kyler Murray that bad? Do they, do they want l- legit any of the top two that bad? You can, like you said, you can target them, but do you really want them that bad to spend... Two of your first round picks on him, and then what do you do with Derek Carr now? Yeah, you have you have Derek Carr just gathering dust in the background with his broken legs. But it's the thing about it is like that's a dumb move, but it's something you could see the Raiders doing. Like yeah. it's not out of the question <laughs> yeah. that they would do it. Like that's something that they would actually do. And the Cardinals, I respect them a little bit more if they did that because I like Josh Rosen. I think he's better than Kyler Murray. If you put Kyler Murray in, and I guess we are doing draft coverage today. Yeah, I was, you, about, I was about to say so much for no draft coverage. Yeah, we're doing uh, it's short and sweet. We'll do yeah. this and then we'll do the Thunder thing. Let's just finish off our points here. But if you put Kyler Murray in last year's draft, I'm asking you, is he a number one overall pick? No. Who would you take Kyler Murray over from last year's quarterback? Specifically the top five, the Darnold, Baker, Rosen, Allen, Jackson. Who would, would you take Kyler Murray over any of those guys, all of them, or none? None of them. Lamar Jackson is a taller, more athletic Kyler Murray. Okay, yeah, fair. And then Sam, Josh Do- Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen, despite having a t- both having not great rookie years, they're still more accurate, still bigger builds. You know, like yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think well, the I think the one thing Kyler Murray has over the Sam Darnold and Rosen is more elusiveness. Yeah, but that's, no, that's for sure. The, but then you have Baker, who has all of that—the speed, the size, the strength, the accuracy. You don't you don't take Kyler Murray over any of the top five. Exactly. So I don't think, you know, Kyler Murray's the number one pick in this draft. Not that he's worthy of it, but he probably will be, um, because this draft is so thin. 
Like even yeah. Quinn and Williams, who I like as a person, he's pretty funny on social media and stuff like that. Alabama does not have, name one, and there is one you should get. Alabama player in the NFL right now who's a perennial Pro Bowler. Uh, Tua. I'm guessing Tua, because you're big on Tua. In the draft right now? No, no, no. In the NFL right now. In the, oh. in the NFL, what players from Alabama are like perennial pro bowlers? There's only one. I can't. I'm blanking out right Julio now. Jones. Yeah, and after that, I think the next best player from Alabama is like HaHa ha Clinton Dix. And the next best player is Derrick Henry. Okay, that's barely, fair. Barely but rushing at 900 yards. That's fair, but is he, is he a top three, five running back in the league? He has a potential, but not right now. But he, okay, exactly. So that's, I don't that's even. Keyword potential. So I don't even. Quinton Williams. I mean, he's a good player, but as far as Alabama's pedigree, is not really that great. As far as NFL talent, I think Nick Bosa is the best player in the draft. But after that, it's like, who do you take at any position? There's really not that. Dexter much. Williams, but Dexter even Williams, he was okay. kind of spotty. Yeah, he, just, he's a big time player in college. I'm not. I'm not taking no credit away. National championship is a big accomplishment, but I feel. He's going to be one of those average defensive linemen, like probably six or seven sacks a year in the conversation for rookie of the year, but nothing crazy big out of him. And there's, yeah, even after the year, there's really not much superstar potential in this draft outside of, I'll give it to Kyler Murray. He has a potential. I mean, he has, he has his ceiling and his roof. No, his ceiling and his floor. <laughs> yeah, the ceiling is the roof. No, his ceiling and his floor are just so widely spread out like he could be a humongous bust because of his size and his build or he can kind of lead this revolution in the nfl of shorter quarterbacks and he'd be the poster child you know like russell wilson even though drew Brees yeah. has been around 20 years but you get the point i'm trying to make his, his the spectrum is so wide on him and then nick bosa seems like he's unbustable he that's the guy but other than that this draft really doesn't have a lot of de- of course we'll never know until three years down the line there will, yeah. there will be i promise you someone in the fourth or fifth round who's a pro bowler we've never heard of before in our lives. But if, again, that's not why you're watching the draft. You're, you're watching, watching for the big names. Yeah, the, exactly. Kyler Murray, is he going to play baseball? Oh, no, now he's on football. That's what you watch for. And we know where he's going. And yeah. after that, I mean, again, I'll watch it, but with not much yeah. uh, interest. It's basically routine. It, it, you're, and you're I expecting think it. Last year, we were so spoiled because the draft was so deep. Yeah. Just five quarterbacks all taking the first round all had, uh, you know, Different levels of success, but all showed a lot of promise. Um, and again, I really like the Cardinals. I like Josh Rosen. I would take Josh Rosen over Kyler Murray, and I would build around him. Yeah, it seems like that's not what they're trying to do. You, can, you that's another thing. The Cardinals, man, they are not smart. You can't judge a player off his terrible rookie season. And it wasn't even terrible. Yeah. It was terrible when you compared it to the other rookies, but because they were so good. Yeah, you you can't just throw a man in a fire. And expect him, all right, now get out. When there's no assistance. Uh, you have Larry Fitzgerald. He's going to retirement home soon. Probably, yeah, well, probably name, like name this a, year or next year. Yeah, name a key person on the offensive line that gave Rosen time. Yeah, their offensive line is abysmal. Yeah, really that, I mean, they totally stifled uh, David Johnson this year. He was fully healthy and he did nothing. So then what change are you going to get from a shorter quarterback with no offensive line? Give or take, they I, do draft a second or third rounder tackle or guard or something but one player does not improve a line you got to consistently draft good offensive linemen and i think that's what they're betting on is because kyler murray is elusive he can handle 
um, you know, more pressure because he's going to be able to move around. But that's not what you're banking on. Yeah. You don't want to throw your guys out because the more you use your legs, you're putting more mileage on there, more, yeah. um, you know, opportunities to get injured. So I'm not, I don't, I don't. You like don't, that you don't put your poster boy in the deep end when he's, when he can barely swim. His yeah. first day, you're not going to throw a kid into a pool his first time swimming in the 12 foot water. And then your point, exactly. They're going to put Kyler Murray in the same position that Josh Rosen did. So we're going to, because after yeah. that, they're going to two back-to-back first round picks, both the same position quarterback, meaning he's not going to have any more weapons than Josh Rosen did last year. And he's not going to, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's going to have, we're going to, if they do draft Kyler Murray, which we think we he will, or they will. We'll be able to compare them apples apples to apples their rookie season because the Cardinals added nothing on offense unless unless for some crazy reason their fourth round pick is so of course a, yeah a that's six true. six next Rob Gronkowski that's true yeah unless they they get a major steal in the draft but the Cardinals haven't shown the ability to really you know go diamond draft wisely yeah. yeah exactly so and that begs the question what do you do with Josh Rosen in that case. I would love to – now, this is not benefiting the Cardinals, but at this point, you have to accommodate Josh Rosen, not the Cardinals. I would love to see Josh Rosen in New York with the Giants. I think that would be the smartest move for them because, again, I don't even like Dwayne Haskins. I don't like Kyler Murray, and I think Josh Rosen is better than Kyler Murray, so Dwayne Haskins is not the guy for me. I would much rather have Josh Rosen than Dwayne Haskins if I'm the Giants. If you're crazy enough, if you're crazy enough, which this is probably going to be – a Humongous foresight. Is this a hot take alert? This is a hot take alert. Hot sound take, the alarms. Hot take alert. I don't have it. Sound the alarms. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> if you are crazy enough, draft Kyler Murray, send Rosen to the Patriots to learn under Tom Brady, and then boom, the Patriots dynasty goes on for another 10 years under Josh Rosen. The reason why that will not happen, and the, of course the Patriots are always the first team people draw to mind needing a quarterback. Not that they need one, but in the near future, yeah. they're going to, you get what I'm saying? Planning for the future. Um, is because they got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. They already had their guy. And Tom Brady, that was the whole beef. Was it last summer or this previous summer? The dynasty's over. Robert Kraft, uh, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, all were kind of in spite with each other. They were all fighting over Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Um, and so that's where that whole thing started. All the drama and the turmoil. All the, I mean, you never hear like drama f- from the Patriots. Like drama. The biggest news you hear is Tom Brady cut his finger. That's yeah, it. There's, no, there's nothing like dramatic. And that was over Jimmy Garoppolo. And they sent him over to San Francisco for a bag of peanuts. They sent him nothing. So if you bring in Josh Rosen, I think it's magnified even more because you trade for him. You get what I'm saying? And he's a first round pick, a top 10 pick. So I don't think the Patriots would start that whole thing over again. I do think, of course, that'd be the best scenario for him. Learn under yeah. Tom Brady, uh, he'd be ridiculous. But I do think the most likely and the best fit for Josh Rosen is in New York. I'd like that move even more if they had kept Odell Beckham Jr. Because you'd have Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, and Odell Beckham. I mean that that would be a team, an offense built, and then they bring a. Uh, Sun City 915, Will Hernandez. Yeah. That's an offense built for the next five or ten years at least. At, at least, yeah, like you're saying, like at least the Giants have some notable offense lineman talent. Will Hernandez, he has, he's and he had gonna a solid be a young rookie star. year. He, yeah. saw, he had a solid rookie year. It was it like only like two or three sacks allowed for a rookie? I don't know his numbers, but I do know he had a solid. I knew I knew he had a, a really great year. He was kind of overshadowed because of Quentin Nelson yeah. in Indianapolis, but nonetheless, he had a, he was a starter. You know, he took over the starting job immediately and never gave it back. So that should tell you how good he was. Uh, is that what we got? Our our non draft coverage. That's our non draft coverage. All for right. Today. So okay, cool. Draft coverage done. So okay, we're done with um, 
no draft coverage. Yeah, no, none whatsoever. Not even a little bit. Not, not even one minute of it. Not even one minute times 15. We didn't even get that much. Um, so this is supposed to be the headline. This is supposed to be what we were <laughs> leading off the show with, and we kind of went off. But this is good. So now that I have a partner, Yeah. this is what podcasts are supposed to be. Rambling, going, going rambling off. Going off on tangents. Yeah, but still have relevant to like kind of what we're talking about. So yeah. um, over the week, is it weekend or week? I guess the week. Week is since they, last week. Yeah, they, Thursday and Saturday. That's true. Whatever. Since since the last time we had the podcast, uh, the Thunder were eliminated by the Portland Trail Blazers. Specifically, Dame Time, Damian Lillard. I mean, just one of the that has to be one of the great series. Honestly, one of the great individual series performances in playoff basketball history. I mean, over the I don't know when he scored less than thirty over in that whole series. Maybe one time in the first half. Maybe in, the first, in yeah. the first half. And he did. I think he had 27 in the first half of game. Was it five? The last game they eliminated them in? Yeah. Um, yeah, the, it was just... It, it was a crazy series. All the games were good. I will say all the games were entertaining. Back and forth, but the Thunder lost. I did pick the Thunder to win the series and get all the way to the conference finals. And they really let me down. And it kind of just made me think... Um, you you focus more on Sam Presti, the yeah. front office. Which is fair. I tend to focus more on Russell Westbrook. Not so much because, well, part of the reason, because he played so terribly offensively, number one, but because of why did they lose, specifically Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard carried the Portland Trail Blazers through that series. Got him, uh, The series is done in five games. I mean, he, he carried the whole team. And when you compare two players, superstars of the same position, point guard Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook, and one is playing so fantastic and one is playing not so fantastic. It really kind of um, emphasizes the deterioration of Russell Westbrook. And what the only thing I could think of is he is out of the top five point guard conversation. It's official. And maybe it has already happened a year or two ago. Is that ago. a hot take? Is that a hot take? Do we need to sound the alarm right now? Take, hot take alarm. Oh hot take God. alarm part two. No longer in the top five point guard conversation and then with that not even in definitely not in the top 10 player in the league conversation you're not even top five in your position i don't see how you can be top 10 in the league so you know especially with um you know damian lillard going off the way he did the one game they won russell westbrook i think he had 31 or 28 he had a good game okay yeah we have a stat department now the one game they won i know russell westbrook had a really good game and he still did not outscore damian lillard that one game that they won in oklahoma city and you know the the game has just I don't want to say the game has passed him, but it's like, at what point, okay, we define players by what they do mostly in the postseason, in all sports. In baseball, Clayton Kershaw is the best pitcher of our generation, possibly the best pitcher in the history of baseball. He's that good. But Madison Bumgarner's resume will be remembered much more favorably than Clayton Kershaw because of his World Series excellence. He had, I mean... Like one of the greatest World Series pitching performances ever did Madison Bumgarner. We define players based on what they do in the postseason. Now, that's kind of another hot take alert, you know, comparing Madison. Because it shouldn't be that close. Mad- Clayton Kershaw is the much superior uh, pitcher to Madison Bumgarner. But because he had the, the World Series run and he was dominant, you know, the even-year magic that they had in San Francisco, Madison Bumgarner's career, I think, will be remembered more fondly than Clayton Kershaw because he has the rings. Uh, Clayton Kershaw could obviously get one this year or next year in the re- in the near future, but it has yet to be seen. Uh, with Russell Westbrook, 
at what point do we, I mean, do we stop giving them excuses? This is now the third straight year that they've been bounced out in the first round. I mean, come on. If he was LeBron James or Kevin Durant or, I mean, the top upper echelon player, we would be tearing him to shreds. If he got bounced out in the first round for three straight years, why does Russell Westbrook get a pass? It, it makes no sense to me. And in all three straight years, they have played teams that they were either better than or slightly inferior than. Uh, the first year they played Houston minus Chris Paul. They didn't have Chris Paul yet, and they lost that series to James Harden, which was that looked bad as well because James Harden, and this is uh, getting to your point pretty soon, James Harden was on the Thunder, and they traded him away for not... They didn't trade him for Russell Westbrook, but they traded him to keep Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. They, they chose those two over James Harden. So you get rid of James Harden, he beats you in the playoffs, and then they get even better. They add Chris Paul. So, I mean, you can make the argument they weren't going to beat him anyway. You know, they, were, they didn't beat him with, without Chris Paul. They're not going to beat him with Chris Paul. Um, and then the next year being last year, they lose. Was that a five-game series as well? or five? Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they won one game, and it was another home game. Another home game, a five-game series. They lose to the Utah Jazz, who were led by, and I love this guy, but he was a rookie, Donovan Mitchell. There should be, and again, another point guard. And at the same, um, two years ago, they lost to the Rockets. James Harden, that's when he was point hard because they didn't yeah. have Chris Paul yet. So he was playing the point guard. Um, and Donovan Mitchell was the point guard last year. Or they were splitting time, him and Ricky Rubio. But even Ricky Rubio had that triple-double game against them, remember? Yeah. So he said, I'm shutting it down right now. I can believe that. <laughs> um, you know, and he did shut it down, but they ended up losing that game, I think. That was a, yeah, that was the one game they lost when he, when he said, I've got, I got this. I'll I'm going to shut it back. down, and then they, ended, they won the game. They lost the series. Um, they were better than the Jazz. They, they were the better team than the Jazz. They were led by a rookie, and then Joe Ingles. They did have Paul George, but Joe Ingles just sunned Paul George throughout the series. They were the better team. They were the superior team last year, and they lost. Um, outperformed by another point guard. You know, whether it's Ricky Rubio, who Russell Westbrook is certainly superior than, and Donovan Mitchell, where right now you can make an argument who's better or worse. And then this year, they lose in five games to Portland. Um, and I still think they were the better. They know Portland was the better team as far as seeding. But if you look at the core of each team, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, uh, and OKC, and then in Portland, you have Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. Now, I think after this series, Damian Lillard has cemented himself as a better player than Russell Westbrook. But it's not complete night and day. It's not Russell Westbrook, Ricky Rubio. Yeah. If he's better, it's he is better, but not by a ton. And then there is uh, Paul George and C.J. McCollum. Now, while I like C.J. McCollum, he's not Paul George. He's not PG-13. And you lose to those guys. So I was going to say, going back to... Joe Ingles just lighten up Paul George. Yeah. It seems to be a recurring theme. Well, just on, from what I noticed, two years ago when he was on the Pacers, had had one good game against LeBron, but got swept. Even though they were close games. Signed, okay. signed with the Thunder. It's something about the playoffs, the first round playoffs, that Paul George just wants to disappear in. That's a fair argument as well, because they did have some tough teams in Indiana. But, I mean... And that was kind of the, the out for him. Well, they, they ran into LeBron. Yeah. That was kind of the ultimate excuse. And now he's in the West, and you're right, two yeah. straight appearances. Now, and now you have, an, you have an actual all-star. You have a, what, MVP, averaging triple-double, almost three, 30 three points a night. Yeah. You, you can't disappear in the first round if you have all-star teammates. That is, that's a fair point. And I think that's what people are hanging on to with Russell Westbrook, going back to your, um, 
The triple doubles? Yeah. Uh, people want to hang on. Well, look at the triple doubles. Look at the regular season. Well, okay, sure. Those yeah. are great stats. But yeah. like I said, we measure players based on what they do in the postseason. And how many how many banners have averaging a triple-double brought Westbrook or the Thunder franchise? How many semifinals appearances has it gotten? Not one. Exactly. And so, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fair point to really tear down Russell Westbrook. And I think, you know, he, he's about earned it at this point three straight years you have paul george now for a year and a half like there should no and and again there's always an excuse well paul george's shoulder is hurt it's I, always something it, i i don't i don't really not that he's not injured but i don't i tend not to side with that excuse i still feel like they could win that series you know yeah. even with the it's not like he didn't play at all he was out there um and you know they they still lose he was actually he got was guarding damian lillard on the ridiculous shot and then, you know, just the salt afterwards. Oh, that's a bad shot. You know, you got to live with it. No, it's not. Because he had, he hit, Damian Lillard had hit like four of those range shots like in that series already. So what more do you need to see? He's already hit the buzzer beater against Houston the three or four or five years. It was a while back uh, to send Portland in the second round. Do you remember that one? I remember that. that game I was winner. watching that one live. I've watched both of them live. That's I did, crazy. I did see the first one live as well. I mean, we say live on TV. We were not we don't have the credentials to go to the game yeah. and see him live. So, but anyway, yeah, so you already know he's one of the best closers in the game. Paul George to his credit, he did play him pretty well. I thought he defended him real well, but it's like you can't take away from what Damian Lillard did in that series. The whole series, not even just that game, but the whole series and then he had 50 points. You so if that yeah. one shot was a bad shot, he took a lot more good shots than he did bad ones. If you if it's proven time and time again that Dame is going to pop two steps from inside the line. And you you know from past experiences, oh, this might go in, or there's a good chance it's going in. You can't, you you have all the reason in the world to be salty, but you can't call it a bad shot. He's hit he's hit more than four of those if, in his career in clutch time. And in clutch two, time. Yeah, two of them were over your teammates, and one of them is now over you. You can be salty, but that is no way a bad shot for Dame if he can consistently hit those. And I yeah, and even still. It, it wasn't a bad shot. I always yeah. I feel the kind of philosophy. If you can make them, they're not bad shots. Yeah. There are some bad shots for some people. Like Steven, if that was if that was Enos Cantor taking that shot, I'd be like, that's a horrendous look. But it's Damian Lillard. He's probably one of the best shooters in the league behind maybe only Stephen Curry or Klay Thompson, you know, but I mean you could argue that. Interchangeable. But, yeah, I mean they're all great shooters. That's not a bad shot for Damian Lillard. It's 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 really not. Um why not double him there? I mean, even though he's way out there. Why not double Damian Lillard? He has four. He had forty-seven at the time, and then he hits that three, and he gets to a solid, a cool fifty. Like I don't, I don't understand uh, the game plan there. And here's another thing. Going back, just one more point I want to make on Damian Lillard, giving him credit. Why is it now, and just until now, people are starting to recognize how good Damian Lillard? He's probably a top two, top three point guard in the whole league, and potentially top five player in the whole league behind. You know, we're talking like Stephen Curry, yeah, maybe Kyrie Irving, maybe. But that one, I, I, I like both of those guys, so it's really hard for me to pick one or the other because I really like those two guys uh, being Dame and Kyrie. But here's my thing. Everyone, and everyone says, well, we don't talk about Dame because he's in Portland. It's a small market. He's on the West Coast. We don't talk. Well, okay, and here's my argument to that. Um, am I wrong about saying this? Russell Westbrook is one of the most popular players in the league is that a fair statement that is a fair statement yeah and far and in the nba is probably the most popular league in yeah. all of in the out of the three major sports leagues in america the nfl mlb nba russell westbrook 
or NBA is number one, I would say, most popular. Even though the Super Bowl pulls in wicked numbers, but that's the Super Bowl. It's a different argument. The NBA is the most popular. It's the most engaged in social media. It has the most pop, it has the most influence on pop culture. And yeah. Russell Westbrook is one, amongst the most popular players in that league outside of like LeBron and Steph Curry. But other than that, Russell Westbrook is one of the most popular players. Big, a big name. Exactly. Jobs, a big, jobs people in. A big name. Russell Westbrook plays in the smallest market in the NBA and the smallest market in all the three major sports. Oklahoma City is tiny. Like yeah. they have the smallest market. So I, that the small market, the Portland argument, is absolutely ridiculous. And I think it has to be put to rest because he, Dame's playing in Portland, which is a small market, but it's not Oklahoma City. And he does not get nearly the, the same amount of credit as Russell Westbrook does because of the triple doubles, the average, which is a great feat. I'm not taking it away, but at some point we have to start to realize, okay, once is, what is it? Once is a mistake, two is a, I don't know. I don't know three seasons in a row yeah. though. It's not only a pattern, it's a habit. You get bounced out three straight seasons in a row in the first round. You know, people have to start taking notice to that. But Damian Lillard is a superior player as of right now. And Russell Westbrook out of the top five point guard uh, argument. Let's go, let's go back to that. Speaking about habits, what is this, the third or fourth year where the Blazers make Blazers win forty like forty five plus games? They won they won like fifty four games this season. That yeah, absolutely. The in a in a absolutely gritty and tough Western Conference, fifty four games is nothing to sneeze at. That's right. The play, the Blazers have been the one of the more consistent um, franchises in the regular season as well, and that kind of goes back to well, talking about regular season. Yeah, but I mean. For whatever reason, you know, yeah, Portland has had, I mean, they've had their struggles in the first round as well. They got swept last year. I think this would have been their third straight year out of the first round, right? Yeah. So they were both, I mean, something had to give here. But Damian Lillard, I commend him because he did everything he could to make, to stop that streak. He had 50 points in a playoff game and the game winner, the buzzer beater. Yeah, but so, like 30 points this series, no? So, yeah, yeah, he did. So there's no, I mean, he's had his struggles in years past, yes, but he did what he had to do to correct the course and right the ship russell westbrook did the opposite you could say they lost because of him i mean especially the balls in his hands so many times and you go five for 20 in one game yeah. and then what did he have this past game he had like zero points in the second half or was that game four i think there, i think it was this there was game a game now. where he had zero points the second half or he had zero or he had it was, no yeah it was game four he had zero points in the second half so i mean come on i mean you could they you could argue they lost because of russell westbrook yeah. and it is you know you know, Russell Westbrook's just going to keep going at it. It doesn't matter how. Which, to a point, I like. Like, I don't like when players kind of, well, I'm, the shot's not going for me. I'm going to be passive now. Yeah. But at some point, it's a little bit too much. You're just kind of running into a brick wall, and it seems like that's what Russell Westbrook was You're doing. taking 25 shots a game. 25 shots. Almost and 25. Like, making like four of them. Yeah. At like some point, you should, yeah, yeah, now i got to pass out. You, not to be passive or anything, but... Facilitate. Yeah, give it. Show up to your teammates, man. And most of those are at the rim because yeah. Russ is not a great Shoot, shooter yeah. anyway. So he's gonna drive more. And he's an athlete. I mean, he's just using his tools. He's a freak of nature athletically. So he's going downhill, getting to the rim, and he's still not getting. And there, it's not like Portland has this dominant rim protector. They don't have Bill Russell sitting back there. Yeah. They have they have a uh, Enos Cantor, who is traditionally a bad rim. He's a bad defender. So it's I don't understand what the the excuses are. They're clogging the lane. It's this and that. They have a big dip. like last year. The excuse was well they had Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll I'll accept that one because Rudy Gobert is one of the premier rim protectors in the league. This year Portland does not have, and they lost uh, Yusuf Nurkic. So they were even they were kind of shorthanded. 
uh, with their big men, and they, Russell Westbrook still powerless. And I said it last week, you know, they probably should have ran through Paul George more than they did, and maybe they, maybe that was part of his injury. Maybe I mean we'll never know that much, yeah. but I think you. Re- what I look at mostly in this series is the dynamic between Russell Westbrook and Damian Lillard, and how you see the elevation of one and kind of you know the de- the deterioration of the other. I really commend Damian Lillard for this series. Is there uh, any any closing thoughts there, or do we? Got to take better shots, man. Take better shots. Make the shot. You yeah. you make a hundred percent of the shots that you make. That's a proven fact. That is a proven fact. If you make your shot, you make the you, shot. You get two points as well. You make it and you get two points. As Sometimes well. you get three. Sometimes you get three. Sometimes you get one. Sometimes you get one. But most of the time you're getting two points on the on the shots you take and you make and you make. That's hundred percent. You get two, two points. and you rarely get four. Yeah. You can get. I mean, it just depends on. <laughs> Sometimes you make a two and then you get a three. It's I mean it just depends. Yeah, you know, it, it depends. You got to make the shots. It it depends. You got to put the ball into the orange circle, and yeah. once it comes out of the white net, that's considered a made basket. And that's a hundred. That that is proven hundred percent of the time. You put the ball in the in the orange rim. That's a hundred percent. You're gonna it's get a, two points. It's a, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every time you score. You get points. <laughs> <laughs> that that is also true. So that uh, true. that's what really where the Thunder lost that series. All right. So uh, is that it? Okay. I guess it's uh, time for the quote of the week, an early one, but it's gonna be a long one. Okay. So here we go. Okay. Time for the quote of the. Or you had a stat. You had a Nick Saban stat that you wanted to throw in. There. Oh yeah. Going back to that, a hundred percent. Make a hundred percent of the shots that you make. Did Did you know? And this is absolutely insane. This is how you know. Alabama hired the right guy. Nick Saban has a 100% win ratio when he scores more points than the other team. Unbelievable. That is just absolute bad. That just shows how good your recruiting is, yeah. how good your coaching is, man. He Also, hear about this. He is 100%. His win ratio is 100% in national championship games. Okay. He hasn't lost. That's Th- unbelievable. That so is- he's won. What did you say? He's undefeated in national championship games that he's won. Yep. Unbelievable. That's I mean, it's utter dominance. Yeah. Uh, okay, so t- t- we wanted to put that in there. We had to. We could not ignore that. Couldn't leave it off. Uh, couldn't leave it out of the show. So time for the quote of the week. Every single week, we get the best quote I've heard from the week. Thus, aptly named the quote of the week. Um, and you may be wondering, there's this. You know, this came pretty early in the show. It's only about halfway through the show. It's about thirty minutes. Uh, we're already doing quote of the week. And you may have wondered, why is there a guest now? Like, why today? Why this week? Do you want to elaborate on that, Ben? Why, why are you here? What, what can we uh, do you for? Uh, I mean, I don't know. This is some indie franchise that me and Steve are in love with. I don't it's, know if you guys heard of it. You may not have heard of it. It's, it's very underground. It's very underground. <laughs> it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They barely rake in enough money to, for next production budget. Yeah. But I there's mean, over 22 of them, which shows... There's so, 22 yeah. in the continuity. And tomorrow... Again, you may or may not have heard about this, but tomorrow... I don't, think, like there's, I don't think there's been any, any like, any cable promo, advertising. Any promo whatsoever. They, they didn't have any. the budget for it, man. Yeah, they can't afford it. They can't afford any marketing. <laughs> they bought... I mean, Disney Plus has cost them so much money, they don't have enough left over yeah. to make a 30-second commercial. So, tomorrow every, there's... Every a, day since the release? I don't think you have enough money. Can't, I mean, it's impossible. So, tomorrow there's a new one of those... You said Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yeah, that's Also, an AKA... The MCU. Yeah. That's what us diehards call it. Yeah. <laughs> the MCU. There's a new movie coming out. It's called Avengers? Disney's Marvel. No, wait. No. Disney Marvel's 
Avengers colon <laughs> Endgame, the the end of the game. So that, <laughs> so there's a new movie coming out tomorrow, and this show has already been demonetized. There's nothing for me to lose. I could sit up here and just put the mic on for an hour and say nothing. And it would not make a difference because there's I have an audience. I have I don't have an audience to lose. So yeah. I figured you know there's not much going on. We could gain we could gain something by doing we this. Could, yeah, we might actually make <laughs> we might actually make money off of this, um, or I might. Oh, I'll get, I'll cut you. And I'll give yeah. you like seventy thirty or something like that. But um, well, I forgot what I was saying already. This is how you do a podcast. You forget completely what you were <laughs> about saying. About how we have nothing to lose from doing this. Okay, I have nothing to lose. From, okay, okay, there was we did no draft coverage. We no, did we did zero, absolutely zero. No, we we're sports. We, we might have mentioned. Sports yeah, I know. It's supposed, it supposed to be a sports podcast, but it's been a relatively slow week outside of the you know Russell Westbrook. That was a pretty that was a pretty uh, big series, but the draft coverage. Honestly, raise your hand if you even knew the draft was tonight. I don't, so, even, I don't even watch ESPN that hard to know that the draft. I saw an advert this morning. You have to have really, really been into the or your team has to have a high draft pick for you to have known yeah. the draft was tonight. So we did a, we did zero draft coverage on that. So I figured, why not fill up the rest of the show with something I actually I want to talk about. I mean, I want to talk about sports. Don't get me. I love doing this, but something else I want to talk about. This has this segment coming up or we're in has absolutely. Nothing to do with any kinds of sports. It's an MCU-specific um, segment. We're just going to talk about Avengers. So we brought uh, brought our good friend of the show, Ben Babadook, on so he could talk some uh, Avengers Endgame, some MCU, maybe some Phase, phase 4 stuff. Some teasers. Some teasers. You've had some it spoiled. Theory. You've had it spoiled. I did have it spoiled. We, okay, to be, okay, disclaimer. We have not seen it. We have not seen it. Me and Ben are going to go watch it together. Uh, as we normally do, uh, we go watch movies together uh, romantically constantly. So we, <laughs> we're gonna go see them. We have not seen it yet. We have not seen it yet. It was very. He asked me. He he asked me. He brought like a rose to my house and said, "Will you go to the movies with me?" And I <laughs> well, said, you, "Well, you, it was dead at night. I had a dead boom at, box, yeah, boombox over my head. I was playing, asleep. Can you, can you feel the love tonight he, from Disney's The Lion King in theaters next?" July next movie, movie. May, may, next m- movie period the movie comes out when it's in theaters yeah. <laughs> that is also a fact so yeah we're gonna be doing we're going to the movie we have not seen it yet so there's no spoiler you've had it spoiled for you unfortunately. I, I'm not gonna spoil it no spoilers and here I wouldn't have brought him on if I didn't trust him and just so warning for all you people be very careful Ben was more careful than I and had it spoiled I, uh, I almost deleted all of my social media for the week and I was like no, I have everything muted. I take I took every precaution and YouTube, YouTube's recommended of all places. Like that would yeah. that's crazy. That's Co- the last the place. Copyright I'm- law, the, not the laws, but the copyright, yeah. all that claiming and stuff. And I still get it spoiled for me. So he had it spoiled for him. He's not where he's not gonna spoil it. I have. He's not gonna spoil it for me. I have not had it spoiled as of yet. Yeah. We're going to see it tomorrow. So we are basically in the end game of the end game. So we're it's like zero dark thirty time. Uh, we're gonna be giving like our theories and stuff like that. So uh, also ranking the 22. also rank okay also rank. I didn't know we or were twenty one excluding Endgame. I didn't know we were doing that, but we will also do that as well. Uh, we do we'll a lot do, of we'll do top five. We'll we'll, we rank a lot of the stuff here anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. So quote of the week. This is time, and it's uh, take it six minutes, and we're already getting the quote in. So uh, what does it say? I don't even know what he said. Hang on. Oh, I, okay. Here we go. Quotes. After I kill you, I'm going to burn this annoying little planet to cinders. Quote, the mad titan Thanos 
himself. He doesn't have a last name. I thought you were going with a last name. That was like, you're deep into this. I don't, he may have a last name. He Thanos, might. Thanos, for all we know. Thanos, that, it could be, yeah, it could be a double <laughs> name. It could just be, maybe that's his middle name and he just goes by Thanos. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Thanos is short. Maybe his name is Thanasaurus. <laughs> and he just goes Thanos for short. Like, yeah. you know, my name's Robert, but you can call me Bob, you know, so... My name's Than- Thanoceros. Yep. He's part dinosaur. Maybe, maybe that's a phase four leak right there. Maybe that's a phase four the leak brothers right there. brothers hire us, maybe? They, quite possibly. So, uh, Avengers Endgame tomorrow. Um, what do you want? I mean, we could, there's so much to talk about. The trailers have given us absolutely nothing. So we think... Yeah. Or so, I mean, you, you, may already know what they, <laughs> you might already know what they've given us. But, uh, you know, from the trailer, a lot of the footage in the trailers is... Reused. All the same. Yeah. Every just, trailer... Just cut up differently. And the new stuff that we got is not new stuff. It's stuff from the old movies that we've already seen. Yeah. So, like, this, they're saving... And it's a three-hour film. So, I think there's going to be a lot in the movie. I think most... Especially ours. But most of the theories are going to be wildly off because they're going off of what you've seen. Yeah. Um, and they haven't shown us a lot. Here's my theory. Uh, I told you this yesterday on the phone or the other day. I think what happens is early in the movie that it takes place directly after Infinity War, like immediately after. I think there's somewhat of a time jump, and I say a time jump like a few months or a few weeks. They're trying to hunt down Thanos. They they find Captain Marvel's beeper. Yeah. They plug in. I think it takes place right after the end credit scene of Captain Marvel. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but that I mean you should have already seen it. Where's right Where's Fury? Where the heck is that bald? Mother and then dust. So, yeah. <laughs> where is he? So, yeah. I like that. You gotta keep him on. You gotta hopefully sick, sick, hopefully. sick reference there. Yeah. So they, I think it takes place right after that, or right during that. You know, Captain Marvel shows up. Where's Fury? The beeper, all that stuff. And then they find him. I think they. Um, oh, we've seen in the trailer, Captain. Yeah. Uh, not Captain. Why did I say Captain? Iron Man. It's completely different characters. Iron Man and Nebula come back to the Avengers facility. Yeah. Pepper Potts is there. Um, and then I think they get together. Nebula tells them, I know where they are because she has a connection with Thanos being his uh, adopted daughter. I know where he is. Uh, and then they go find him early in the movie. They go out and they, they get him early in the movie, but they don't get him. I think, and I've told you this, I think very early in the movie, Thanos kills like, like almost all of them. I think yeah. the only ones that survive, I think they go, they battle, they find him in the garden or in Titan, wherever they go find him. They fight him. They try to, you know rewrite the wrongs and I think he destroys them. I think he's had about enough of these Avengers. He's just, try, he's just trying to be a simple farmer and he's these just dudes trying to be a farmer. Bothering him, man. Let the man farm. I mean, yeah, he's he's trying to utilize these resources that he has now because like there's half the people in the universe there's d- therefore yeah. doubling the resources. He's trying to use them and they're they're trying to steal his his fancy uh Habaker helper mitten. So he's really not happy about that. I think he kills Captain America. I think he kills probably Thor I think he kills Captain Marvel uh, very, you hate to see it. very early. I think Ben's favorite character, not just in MCU, but in, in all pop culture Shout media. Out Brie Larson. Shout out to Brie Larson. Shout out to Larson. Probably won't. Hit me up. Follow my Twitter. You already know what's going on. If you, if you follow me on Twitter, I... Which, you're you're targeting Brie Larson? Yeah. Like the Raiders are targeting um, yeah, Brie Yeah, we need, we need to delete all that. I should have targeted Brie Larson. The um, Raiders. I think he kills them very early. I think here's who, here's who survives, and they have to survive. Um... Iron Man, Ant Man, I think Banner. Ben, I think Bruce Banner will survive. I think Nebula will probably you need, die. Yeah, you need the brains to survive for sure. That definitely, and I think uh, who else is left? Probably oh, Rhodey. Bro- Rhodey will definitely die. I think Black Widow will die, and for some reason, I get a feeling we're gonna get a lot of Hawkeye. 
in this movie. I think he will survive. So the survivors are Iron Man, and this is our theory. We don't know whatsoever. It's not a spoiler. It's just a theory. I think I or my theory. You can give yours next. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man will survive in my theory, and this is early in the movie. This is like within the first half hour. I think Iron Man, Ant Man, Bruce Banner, and Hawkeye will all survive, and they are the ones who construct the time machine within the quantum realm. Go back in time to 2012, uh, i.e. the first Avengers. Bring back the people who have died. So technically they didn't die. They bring back... So Captain America in the regular timeline, the regular yeah. continuity will die. They'll go back in time and get to the get the pack Captain America from the past. Or everyone who died, they'll get them from the past. Yeah. Bring them back to the future. Do, 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 do. Or that's not how it goes. Huh? That's Indiana Jones. That is... That's Avengers. I'm talking about the Back to the Future score. Because I said oh. they're going back to the future. Oh. Gosh, this is heavy. So they go back to the future. They bring back the guys from the past and they refight Thanos again using whatever technology from the quantum realm. And that's how they win. So I think in the tra- one of the trailers, you see Ant-Man jumping off the pencil. You see Captain America tightening his shield. It looks like they're getting beat pretty bad. I think that's the first battle. Yeah, the first battle on his little farm. And they die. I think a lot of them die and then a few of them escape. And then they use the quantum... Ant-Man has to survive because he's the only one that knows anything about the quantum realm. And he doesn't even know anything about it. He just knows that it exists. He, yeah, he just knows that I'm in there. What, what am I, how am I going to do that? And Tony Stark can use the... And then the, you see them later in another trailer or the same trailer with the quantum realm suits. I think that Captain America... Because everyone's in that trailer yeah. walking in the suits. They look super cool. I think those are the guys from the past. Yeah, because if you notice, the ones that they, have, all, they are, all have suits, right? Hawkeye, Black Widow, Iron Man, and all Nebula, hairs, Rocket. Is that what you're going to talk yeah, about? Yeah, I was going to talk about the hair. But there's no Captain Marvel. There's no... There's no Captain There's no Banner. And there's no Thor. They don't have the suits. You've seen the suits in the toys. In the toys. But n- those three aren't there. So I'm thinking they're on their own mission. You know? Potentially, yeah. Or they could have died, you know, in yeah. that first battle, which I think is very like... Because I think it's I think it's likely Captain Marvel will die and then come back in the movie because... She gets too antsy with it. She gets too antsy. No, yeah, possibly. And I was going to ask you, that. I'll get to this in just a second because you're the Captain Marvel aficionado. Um... Her parts for Endgame were filmed a year before Captain Marvel the movie yes. were filmed. So I think her, her role is very limited because it was filmed so while ago. They weren't. It's kind of like Black Panther. And they weren't, they, they, yeah, they weren't sure how it was going to work out. Exactly. Or, or, or the yeah, the reception from the fans uh, of Captain Marvel because Black Panther in Infinity War he's in there for like five minutes. He's in the and the he brought in. Marvel. He was like one of the biggest Marvel movies financially ever. Yeah. And I think I think it's going to be similar to that. I don't think we're going to get a lot of Captain Marvel in this movie. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to ask you, do you think, here's a possible theory as well. Do you think Captain Marvel knows who Thanos is? Because if she's been traveling the galaxy for 20 years, because when did Captain Marvel take place in 94? 95, I think. 94 to 96 range. We'll go with 95. I'll trust Ben here. And she's been in space this whole time. And the Avengers say, well, where have you been? How come you haven't helped us till now? And she says, because other planets don't have an Avengers team. So I've replaced you I, i've done your job in outer space yeah you know then the guardians basically suck they weren't doing their they job did, they did two jobs over the span of they, five years they did two jobs only they, fought, themselves. they fought his dad and yeah they fought they fought big bad blue guy who oh yeah ronan yeah. who was also in captain marvel yeah. um so anyway she says uh yeah i've been traveling the galaxy protecting people for 20 years and thanos is he's he's known throughout the galaxy if you say thanos people know who you're talking about yeah. he's he's bad news so it kind of makes me think Captain Marvel has scrapped with Thanos in the past before something that we haven't seen in any movie. But I, I kind of feel like she knows who he is. What do you think? I think yes. I was watching a theory video when, as soon as the video came out, 
That's uh, why you got those spoilers because you're watching these theories. No, this was after Infinity War. <laughs> this was right after Infinity War. So Obsidian Cold, that big, that big strong, yeah, big boy. One of the um, the Black Order. Black Order, yes. Yeah. I was gonna say Midnight Order, but I'm thinking Approxima Midnight. Yeah. Another. So it's yeah. Go ahead. So Obsidian Cold, the first fight with Doctor Strange, Wong, and Spider Man and Iron Man, right? Yeah. On the, on his hip, he has a gold, blue, and red cloth. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe there was a scrap. In one of the first trailers, there's Captain Marvel saying, "Well, there was a lot of planets who didn't have your help, so maybe she's fighting the ra- the Ravengers or the what are they called? The Ravagers. The Ravagers. The Yandu. Oh no no no, not that. The Thanos army. What the six legged things? Oh, the Nightcrawl. No, not Nightcrawl. I don't know what they're called. I think they are like Nightcrawl. I'll look it up real quick. But yeah, I'm thinking that whenever. Because she was also looking for... Oh, no, Nightcrawler is from X-Men. Yeah. So, spoiler alert, if you didn't see Captain Marvel, which you go, should go see. Um, she is supposed to find a new home for the Skrulls. So, I'm thinking, she goes and finds a couple planets in distress, and they, think, they say, it's this big purple dude. They fight. That's where... Because you see at the, the, end, the end scene for Captain Marvel, she's all dirtied up. She's like, where's Fury? She had probably just came from a fight. Or... Because there's no there's no showers in space is what I'm guessing. Cause okay. How can, how can you be gone for 10 years and look like that? Come on, sis. Do better. Okay. <laughs> but I'm thinking she's all scratched up and her uniform's all messed up. Because she just she didn't decide to clean up after her little scrap with Obsidian. That's where he stole the, the, stole the cloth or stole something from her. And that's how like they, they connect that. Oh, well, yeah, that's how, that's how she knows who Thanos is. But she doesn't know how bad, you know? Like... The degree in which he's totally uh, effed up the universe. Okay, so I found an article here talking about the fight in Infinity War where the the huge army comes out, but it's like it's a really long article, so I'm not going to read it. So we're gonna have to. But I know who you're talking about, yeah. and they were kind of. And you sent me the post in the 3D trailer for Endgame when Hawkeye comes out of like the exploding. We don't know where he is, but there's kind of like an explosion. He dives out. You yeah. see the arms of like. A yeah. couple of them. Yeah, and it's not the Jatari. The Jatari who are also under Thanos. Which one? Use them in, in, in Infinity War, bro. Come on. You could have used... So, you could have... Yeah, the Jatari are the army from the first Avengers, but he used a different... They're kind of like... They almost look like space dogs or something yeah. like that. Like, and they start coming... I don't, we forget what they're... They have a name. Everything in the MCU has a name, but we're, we're not perfect. I mean, yeah. we're, this is a very low-budget operation we're running here. But <laughs> um, Okay, so... You do think Captain Marvel has, you know, tangled with Thanos in the past and she's coming to warn her. Or maybe, you know, I think she, you know, potentially is probably saving some people or doing, you know, yeah. do business with Captain Marvel. And then she sees people turn. Because this is, a, you know, the decimation. It's not the snapping anymore. It's the, defi- the decimation. It went across the entire galaxy. Not just Earth. Yeah. Like, everywhere. So I feel like... She saw people turning into dust say, what the heck is this? And then she gets the beat from Nick Fury and says, okay, something is going yeah, on so here. Some, something major just happened. So I, I think kind of like in Ant-Man where he gets stuck in the quantum realm, like <laughs> mid-decimate, like as it's happening, I think that's how Captain Marvel gets there or finds out like something is, she, she figures it out like as it's going on. Um, so, so there is that. Who do you think, and maybe you already know, who no, do you think the spoiler, will... The spoiler had nothing to do with that. With I'm, deaths? With yeah, don't okay. Let's be careful. But who do you think? And you can choose not to answer if you if you already know. We will avoid it. Who do you think will die permanently in this? Because I think a bunch of people will die early and they'll be brought back. And after, like Captain America, I think will die 
twice. I think he'll die in the beginning and they'll bring him back and then he'll die again. Yeah. Or um, he might he might die in the first one and then decide, hey, if time travel works, let me go get my dance with Peggy and then I'll stay there. But That's true. Yeah. He could also just go back. That's a very good point. There's also consequences, the- man. Like, what if he, like, what if him staying back in time undoes all of that? Like, that is, yeah, because he, then he wouldn't have been in Winter Soldier as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a good point. But who do you think will die? And you can choose not to answer. I choose not to answer. Okay, that. okay. So that tells you that tells you what he saw. We don't know who, but that tells you what he saw. Just just know to the audience, to the to whoever listens. Actually, maybe don't even tempt it. Maybe we should just stop. Or what? I saw the spoiler. I saw. I cried tears. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. It's a very powerful. I didn't even watch it. It was in the title itself. The title itself made me tear up. That's how powerful this movie. Is, okay. All right, we'll leave. We'll leave it at that. That's I think. I think also Thanos will die. Thanos will die. Yeah, I hope he dies. That will mess up. Let's hope he dies. I don't want him to die because the MCU. It's he's a. The, he's I, the best villain they've ever had. He's the greatest villain. He had a motive. He had a motive. He succeeded in his plan. He actually did what he was going to do. He has basically no weaknesses except for like, if he's giant an, axes, hey, giant yeah. axes with lightning coming you, out of him. Your daughter is dead. Like. That's it. Like maybe, That's, and he killed her too. So, yeah. so that maybe was kind of on numb him. to that. That was kind of on him because I wouldn't. I've said this before. I'd like to see him in Phase Four. Maybe not Thanos, the villain forever, but I'd like to see him come back. But I do think he will. Like die. how Tony Stark has PTSD from the first fight. Like yeah. some of them are gonna still be affected. Like I was dead before this. This is like, like let's say for uh, Black Panther, he still has to rule his nation. What if he still like? What if they bring him back? He's like, I There's was a replacement for him. Yeah. My old one died. Like, he has to live with that. You know? Like, actual consequences. It can't just be, oh, they're back, that's it. It's gotta that's, be like... That's a very good point. Yeah, it depends on how they bring people back. And there yeah. will be, like you said, consequences and repercussions going forward into Phase 4. Thor has to live with his... Knowing that his race is extinct. And he didn't go for the head. Yeah. It, or the balls. <laughs> he could have went for the balls. That well, it's on his chin. That so. would, that's true. That would have done it. Honestly, like, if you get hit with a Ooh. lightning axe... Like, Ouchie. Like, you're you're yeah. not snapping your fingers. I can promise you that. <laughs> Both hands are on there trying to protect it. But Thor, like, think about it. There has to be real consequences. Hawkeye has to remember his, losing his family. If that's the path they go. Probably, that's probably what's going to happen. Thor has to... Even if they do succeed, he has to... You can't bring back an entire race of people. You can bring back most of them. But most of them actually died. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I'm, some, I'm sure the rest of them were turned into dust, but most of them were actually killed. In the very, we didn't even see it. was an off-screen yeah. death. The Nova Corps was off-screen. Oh, yeah, that was... And I think that's actually might have, that may, might be a plus. I think we're going to get Nova, the character, going into Phase 4, and that'll probably be a big player in Guardians 3. Yeah, or Adam Warlock, hopefully. Because they, te- at, they teased him in 2014, or when did it come out? 2015, no, 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 the, Guardians 2. Guardians 2 came out in like 2016 or something like so that. So they, they have teased Adam Warlock for about almost three or four years now. It's going on four he'll years. Be in phase, I don't think he'll he'll just show up. I think he'll they'll bring him in Phase 4, so yeah. like in the next movies. Um, and then there's potential for new villains. Like I the, with the Fox acquisition, you know who I want to see. I want to see Galactus. Yes, we have to get Galactus. And what better way... Um, crossover in the, and this is not going to happen to like tw- what are we 2019 now yeah. it's not going to happen until 2030 but like yeah. an Avengers X-Men Fantastic Four crossover it, it, probably Avengers 16 when it comes Avengers out Avengers 16 against Galactus yeah. which I am ready for I can't wait for that but I want to see Galactus I want to see some di- oh Kang the Conqueror is another one yeah that's, that's, cool. that's the one you were telling me about yeah I definitely want to see Kang the Conqueror I, if they want to stay true to like the comics 
I want to see a phase four, the invasion storyline. The secret invasion. Well, they yeah. kind of ruin that with the scrolls. There has to be some. There's, like, yeah, I mean, because Captain Marvel takes place in the nineties. I'm sure that's enough time for the scrolls to become evil again, and they'll probably. Well, not them. evil, but like the the ones who like were still mad at, let's say, who were still mad at the Earth for no reason or getting stranded there. There has to be something like we got to get back at her for not saving us. Yeah. Because I like let's like, they'll find a they'll rewrite it some yeah. way. They'll find a way to to do that. So. There's um. There, did you give your theory for the? Movie? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure I didn't, like, skip over you. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. You want to rank them? We can do the ranking now. Let's uh, end it on a rank. Let's end it on a rank the way we normally do on Crowd Noise. Um, we can't wait. We're gonna go see this movie tomorrow. Yeah, we're we not gonna. We, it's, we gotta exclude it. What's that? We gotta exclude Endgame. We can't rank it already. From what we well, yeah, of course we can. I mean, we haven't seen it, but I'm just letting them know. We're gonna. Okay. I'm letting them know our credentials. We're not gonna tell you what time because, as of now, on a podcast, we are officially celebrities. Yes. So we tell you what time we're gonna see the movie. We don't want to be. We're just people. Yeah. We don't want to be. We want to watch like a, you guys. We want to watch a movie. No, in, no with, without having sunglasses on. Yeah. I want to be able to like go to Walmart and not be you know harassed by mobs of of people. Of crowd noise fans, like of crowd. Yeah. We, all two and a half of them? I mean, like, leave me alone, man. I'm just trying to get some apples here at Walmart. Okay, so you want to do your rankings first? Because I was not, I didn't know we were doing rankings. So you can go ahead and give yours. You want to do top five, top ten? Top I'll do top five because there's 22 of them. Okay. I don't think you want to sit through all top ten of my movies. My top five. Okay, top five. Here we go. For sure? Age of Ultron. Are we doing not, number five? five yeah, up? from five okay. to one. Age of Ultron. I like the way they did it. Tony Stark okay. is insecure, <laughs> insecure in himself that he thinks he can't protect the world anymore. I did like that. So he has to do, he has to, an external, like an external force, yeah. which ends up turning on him. He's like, oh, shucks. I really got to like step up now because he's still messed up in the head from that portal thing in Avengers 1. Uh-huh. Number four. Oh, can I just, I want to comment on two things on Ultron. Um, well, two things. Number one, I liked, and here's what the MCU is like so brilliant. Some of the most important lines in all the MCU were in Age of Ultron. You they, know, that they, being... Uh, vibranium? Tony, well, Vibranium for sure. No, but I, what I was talking about is Tony Stark saying, that up there, that's the end game. He literally says, that up there, I that's... Remember, yep, and I of course, that. watching the movie, you think, oh, he's talking about yeah. Ultron. Yeah. And he's point, And he just... Well, he's just saying up there for whatever reason. He's yeah. saying up there... No, he, he's talking about Thanos or specifically like threats from yeah. outer space. Because he saw something that no one else did. Exactly. He, they think, oh yeah, he's just pointing out to the robots. No, yeah. he knows something that you guys don't. And then he says in Infinity War, Thanos has been in my head for six years now since yeah. um, the Jatari invasion in New York. So like, it was, it was so brilliantly done that. And number two question here for you. I've thought about this before as well. If Ultron had came out the way Tony had envisioned him, like his protector, Yeah. Do you think the Avengers defeat Thanos the first go around with the, the help of Ultron? Yeah, uh, he's a perfect robot. You do. He is a perfect robot. No flaws of Tony Stark. No PTSD. No craziness. No emotions of Star Lord. No emotional baggage like Scarlet Witch or not Scarlet. Yeah, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and, and the Vision too. Like yeah, you go. You don't have Vision because Ultron is That's perfect. What, that was my. Th- thing yeah. with that because Ultron creates the vision so yeah. you'd be minus the vision you have I, a you have an all perfect robot with basically no weaknesses I think they would have lost even worse if Ultron had because they would have disbanded the event because that was the whole point we're gonna get Ultron so we can disband the Avengers <laughs> they would have been spread out even more thin you don't have the vision 
you don't have the Maximoff twins because yeah. they only helped the Avengers because Ultron was trying. They saw they was trying to destroy they the Earth. Sides, yeah. So they flip sides. So you don't know where they are in the MCU, if at all. Maybe they cross paths with them, but they probably Still likely don't, trouble. they likely don't come to the Avengers yeah. side. Um, you don't have civil war though, because the Sokovia Accords were mostly Sokovia. I mean, that whole thing was about. So you, yeah, there is this sense that they're easier to come. To, they're disbanded, but it's easier for them to get together because you don't have civil war. You don't have yeah. the Sokovia Accords because Ultron works out. But I do think they would end up losing anyway. Okay. So okay, going to number four. Three. Number four, Doctor Strange. Okay. Probably the most visually appealing Marvel movie. Good, good standalone story. Good setup for future movies. And yeah, yeah, for sure. He's possibly one of one of like in power rankings. He's a top three strongest. It Avenger. has to be one of the most powerful Avengers behind. He can control time. He can manipulate it, and he can do what he literally stopped the world by. By buying time over and over again with Dharmamu. Uh, he made a bargain. Yeah. He sure did. Um, yeah, he's definitely... I mean, I would rank him probably behind Thor, Thor and potentially Scarlet Witch. I still don't think we've seen fully yeah. like potential Scarlet Witch. But he's, yeah, top three for sure. Because she's still young. Yeah, she's yeah and she's young. still working out her power. So I'd say he's top three, top two for sure. And Doctor Strange, my favorite MCU yeah. character. Love... Love Doctor Strange. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. The accent is like some people say it's bad. I love it. I like it yeah. because it's I, I it's just you know great. you know how he sounds beforehand. So he did an amazing job with the character. Yeah, I, mean, I think he looked even better in Endgame. I mean, excuse me, in Infinity War as well. I love the my favorite part of the whole movie is when he does the boom boom like yeah. that like and it was like three seconds of him. It was nothing, <laughs> yeah. and it was the best it's part. It's probably of, the coldest thing. You've it's ever the seen. best part of the yeah. whole movie. Just bang bang, and, and then he fifteen minutes in. And yeah. the best scene already passed. Yes, and I like um I like the fight with him. And they, this is a different movie, of course, but I like the fight with him and then um, Ebony Maw. Yeah. I thought that was a very interesting battle. So uh, number three. That's num- uh, number. You want me to go? On? Oh, that go was to number three. Yeah. yeah. So number three, Thor Ragnarok. I hated the first two Thor movies. They were boring. They were drab. They were what you could, they they were like too dark for my taste. Too dark or just yeah. too boring? Cause too boring and dark. They tried to do too much with it. They were trying to be too deep with it. When Iron Man is just a, a funny playboy billionaire. Yeah. And he's just throwing quips around. Or like... They Captain did kind of yeah. mold it to fit more the style of the MCU. Because, yeah. yeah, the Thor, the first Thor... The first Thor I thought was okay. Yeah. I didn't hate it. The second Thor was terrible. It was it's, really a, it's a good intro story. Yeah, and the second Thor was, was incredibly boring. I skipped it. I skipped it. In it was entire... incredibly boring. And I Thor Ragnarok is more Guardians of the Galaxy, more cosmic space, yeah. a lot of, a lot more fun. I Tyco guess. did amazing with that. And they're doing... Or they haven't come from another yeah. Thor yet, huh? They yeah. were trying to get him on for Guardians 3, yeah. and that didn't work, and they ended up bringing in James Gunn. So. so then, yeah. So then, talking about James Gunn and all that, number two, Guardians 1 and 2. Probably you're putting them together. I'm putting them together because okay. they happened directly after each other. Did they? Yeah, I think there was a time jump in between the two. Oh yeah, because Groot's like somewhat a kid of a, now, yeah. Right? I think there's somewhat of a time jump, not a major one, but they don't yeah. they don't directly like uh, like a, like two or three weeks afterwards. I'd say I think a little bit more than that, but yeah, less than a year. Yeah, for sure. So I put I'm putting them together. James Gunn, one of my favorite directors. I love the way they turned an obscure bunch of comic book just. Who knew about the Guardians before the movie? Really obscure, yeah. Yeah, you had to be a diehard Marvel comic book fan. Not the movies, just comic books, to know that, oh, that's Star-Lord, to know him like that. And those weren't even technically the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, they were the revamped ones that people still didn't know about. Yeah. So those two movies, one of my favorites. 
two of my favorite movies. Yeah, two. They're, put, they're tied you're together. Put, you're putting them together. Okay, yeah. so we have a grand. Do I? Can I guess what number one is? You, you already know what number one is. Oh, never mind. Okay, go. So go ahead. Guess what number one is. No, because my guess was wrong. I was gonna guess the Avengers, but now I know what you're gonna no, say. No, number one, Captain Marvel, bro. Captain Marvel, your favorite MCU movie. My favorite MCU movie. I think which we saw together. Well, I we, we saw together. It was very. It was a very passionate movie very night. Pa- I I went in hating it. I think the day before you didn't even want to go. Yeah, he, he Steve convinced go. me say it's gonna be a good movie. Trust you're gonna be hyping her up afterwards in Endgame, and I'm like, nah, it's gonna suck, but I'll go. So I walked out of the movie and I fell in love with that movie. I've seen it as of what's today's date? Twenty fifth. The twenty April twenty fifth. April twenty. Yeah, tomorrow's the twenty sixth. I've seen it seven times. Seven. Well, that that's not the record. That's remember, not the I, record. Remember, I said yeah. to you, what was the record? One hundred and eight, one hundred and eighteen times, yeah. something like that. A guy and went to watch it. Like he spent yeah. his money one hundred and eighteen times. So you're not the biggest Captain. I'm not the biggest Captain Marvel fan, but I did. I love the movie so much. It, it was, was really good. And I was. Excited for that movie, years in advance, yeah. and Ben kind of just took my yeah. my my standing away from me. So now I so now I'm the number one Brie Larson stand in the world. Number uh, one Florence and the Machine fan. Yeah, basically. What else do you like? What else do you like? What else take? do I? You can take I'm the, a big I'm a big Dodgers fan. Big Dodger fan. Yeah. You can take the podcast from. You're probably gonna take the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, it's my podcast now. Yeah, it's basically stolen. <laughs> no, no, yeah, back to the list. No, number one Captain Marvel. I, it's a buddy cop movie. They made Samuel L. Jackson a non MF dropper. He was pretty nice in the movie. He was. It was. He was a young. Yeah, a young I did not like, and I don't think he did either. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the way they took his eye. Yeah. Here's what I thought I liked and I didn't like. I liked that he's because he told. What's the cat's name? Because in Goose. the okay, the yes, because in the comics his name is Chewy. Chewy. Yeah. Like after the yeah. Star Wars. So in, yeah, he tells Goose. I, I trust you. I love you. What does he say to the cat? He said, uh, like, I trust you won't do anything wrong. Yeah, I trust you won't do anything to me. And that was kind of a callback to Winter Soldier when he says, the yeah, last time I trusted, trusted someone, someone, I lost an eye. So I thought what was going to happen, because he trusts Captain Marvel, obviously. Yeah. I thought he was going to get caught by a scroll looking like Captain Marvel. Yeah. That would have been great. And then he said, I trust, he tells the cat, I trust you. Once he said that, I was like, no, I don't want the cat to do it. I really thought it was going to be, yeah, it's, it's a scroll disguised as Captain Marvel and pokes him with a, with a dull Stab spork. him or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something. A spork, yeah. yeah. Like and a hot tub time machine style. Yeah. Um, that that's a great movie as well. Not in the MCU. But <laughs> Wish it, it was. But I'd be too. The hot, the hot tub would have been Thanos that would have, That would have been their, their uh, tool for time travel. Here's, here's a fun fact. Did you know Thanos can't swim? So the hot tub would have been the strongest Avenger. He can't. So that's right. He's, yeah. too, he's too heavy. He's no buoyancy, no nothing. And it would have been too warm, so he wouldn't want to get out. Yeah. And therefore, he'd kind of commit to his own demise. Yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't like the way they, they did it. I, I like the line that they brought back the last time I tried. I liked that they brought that back, but I didn't like that they made the cat do it. I was like, come on, yeah. they could have been. A, I thought he was going to get a photon blast or something in the face. Yes. Like I thought either a scroll looked like Captain Marvel or as Captain Marvel's learning her powers, she can't, she loses control and she just straight up blasts him in the face. I thought that was like on accident though. Like she uses a photon blast and just shoots yeah. him in the face. I thought that would have been And then great that's how well. he becomes where you're like, yeah, he's like, I'm not trusting anybody. <laughs> no one can have my trust. Okay. So can I look at your, yeah, go ahead. I have all this. Cause I have all 21 or 22, including Endgame. Okay. Including Endgame. We're probably going to be number one. Which right. after by, this one is by probably tomorrow gonna, yeah. probably gonna be number one but we haven't seen it so we cannot confirm uh number five i can't pick I, again i was i wasn't aware we were doing a ranking i should have i should have let you know before that's now. okay i mean uh 
can I go from number one down? I think that'd be easier to kind of go get ahead, the yeah. one. Okay, yeah, I'll go. We, we bend the rules here in Cardinals. Yeah, and there's no. I mean, who cares? I mean, we've already gone over <laughs> half an half an yeah. hour. On just this segment alone. Yeah, literally. So my favorite, my all time favorite, or I guess I can go from number five. I'll go from number five up because I don't want to ruin. Uh, I'll say Spider Man Homecoming. I really like the first Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, you know how much I love the Raimi trilogy. I just like Spider Man. Yeah, they're fantastic. Those movies are just. I really it, would. Pizza time. Pizza time. I mean, endless memes. You don't <laughs> iconic see iconic line. Iconic line. You don't see nearly as many memes from. Go get. Go get me some. One, go get me some ones with nuts in them. Some yes. That's a, the best line. Precious tritium. You gotta have your precious tritium. It's better. I mean, <laughs> precious tritium is the best. Love it, James Franco. Uh, young James Franco before yeah. he became a, a violent monster. Yeah. You get that, and then he becomes a violent monster literally in the movie. It's a trilogy. Yeah. So. Pretty good. Something this this has something to do with the MCU. I liked it, but I did like the new Homecoming Spider. I thought it was very funny when I watched, you know, in the theater. Yeah. Some great jokes, but it was different. It wasn't like the Guardians were. We're just gonna. I mean, just pound throw, on the jokes. Yeah, the jokes. Like, there's an actual good story. There's a really yeah. There's a great story. Michael I like the dynamic between him and the, yeah. Michael Batman is in it. Yeah. Michael Keaton is in there. I like the dynamic between him and Tony Stark. Uh, and then they build on that later in Infinity War. So yeah. and I would say number five, Spider Man Homecoming. I really like that. Uh, number four, I'm also going to throw Doctor Strange in there because it's not the greatest MCU movie. I yeah. will admit that. But it is my favorite character. I like his kind of development. He kind of goes... And his name is Steven as well. So yeah. he's got you know he's got a thumbs up at my book. Kind of, you know, a little bit of Tony Stark, even worse. A little bit of arrogance. Narcissism a, li- a yeah. little bit. You know, keeps, Material- materialistic. Yeah, Christine, get out of here. He just yells at it for no. She comes and brings him subway, and he's like, "Get out!" Like, who does that? I do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, why yeah. I like well, it. that's kind of rude of her, don't you think? He can't eat with his hands. Why? That bring is him a true. Sandwich. Bring him like a soup or something, like something he can drink. Like, yeah, his hands are totally <laughs> jacked up. Smoothie has, with a straw or something. Man, he has to like sure. he has like cool watches, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, he knows a lot of music. He's gotta sell them though after the incident. He does have to sell them because he he runs out of money. Um, he has uh, he has a great palette or not a great palette but he's like the human uh, Shazam, yeah. not just to be confused with Captain Marvel the other Captain Marvel but Shazam is in the music app yeah. and you play any song, he knows what song it is that's pretty cool as well yeah. that's not even a superpower his that's, power, yeah that's, that's just what he can that's do. just him yeah so I appreciate that as well he's very rich which I also enjoy I don't yeah. like I don't like poor guys come on man I, I want to see these rich guys do crazy stuff and he can. He said the cloak of levitation was looks Captain Ma- Captain America was poor, you know. That? He was very poor and also named Steven. And he, I like Captain America because he, his name is Steven and he is like he looks at the beginning of the movie. He looks absolutely sick. Captain uh, Captain America is the skinniest man I've ever seen. Pre, pre super soldier. And I have seen myself. So <laughs> I love Captain America. I love Captain America for that and he's a Dodgers fan. That's canon. That is true. Captain well, America than Dodgers. The Dodgers are the Dodgers, man. And he's cause, yes, because he grew up in Brooklyn. That was when the Dodgers were still there. Uh, I think in the comics he met Jackie Robinson. Or he's a big fan of Jackie. Who isn't a fan of Jackie yeah. Robinson? But he's a Dodgers fan, so I like that. Um, and his name is Steven. And he's incredibly, he's remarkably skinny, actually, um, which I like. But he's not in the top five here. Yeah. So number four, Doctor Strange. Uh, number three, well, he is in the top five. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I love that. But that, that's like one of the best. Like, that could have been a standalone movie. Yeah. It's in the MCU, but it feels very isolated, but not to the point where it's, like, aside from everything. Like, I do like that it's... It, you can watch it at any time. 
obviously it's in the MCU continuity. Yeah. But not be like completely lost with new it's not dependent. Around. It's not yeah. dependent on any other movie. It yeah. really is. I so I love Captain America the Winter Soldier. I think it's the best action movie in the they MCU. They actually that's a segue. They mentioned Stephen Strange in that. They and did they're when they're holding uh, what's they, his face off the Yeah, top the bald guy. Yeah, I know who yeah. you're talking about. But they he's a Hydra agent. He does mention Stephen Strange and I was like, Hey, cool name. And then Captain America, you know, is the skinny man, but he's not skinny anymore. He's on. He's totally roided out. Um, he's just running past people in in lakes and or yeah. the Washington Monument. He's just he's on just hauling. Yeah, on your left. Get out of my way. And uh, yeah, so I, I love that movie. It's a great movie. And at the end, that was the one MCU movie. And I'm probably jinxing myself. Where I cried at the end. The I'm with you till the end of the line. Come on. I mean, it's one of the best lines in the MCU. That was that was fantastic. I love that. So Captain America: Winter Soldier number three for yep. me. Number two, the first Avengers. Okay, Josh Whedon is almost the top two. Yeah, well, that movie was good. That was a good movie. You can't tell me you didn't like the first Avengers. I have one like the first Avengers. That was actually, to be honest with you, the first Marvel movie I saw. That was the one that got me into. I know, kind of a bandwagon moment yeah. a little bit, but I did. I love that movie so much. It got me in the MCU. I went back and watched the Phase One movies, and I, I still, it's one of the best ones. I mean, it's, it's the first Avengers movie. It almost like the first crossover superhero movie. I'm, I'm yeah. Outside of like Michael Keaton and Catwoman, but yeah. no one watched those movies. I mean, they're great movies, but like nothing on the scale is like the Avengers. Great, it set up Loki. It set up obviously now Endgame as well because we're probably gonna see the Jataris, um in this uh, in Endgame yeah. also. But the first Avengers is, I want to say a classical. Like it's really that good. It's a yeah. fantastic movie. It's really good for for the first big. No, yeah, big budget Marvel movie. It, yeah, it set the tone for how. Dominant, they were gonna be in superhero movies. And I like to, come. I like to go back and see their dynamics in Phase One. Like Thor is still kind of like the medieval kind yeah. of talk. Captain yeah. America is still like the soldier, like because he's a diff. Like all the characters are different than than they are now, hey, which Tony, I like. Yeah, Tony Stark is still like, oh well, I'm above he's, this. I yeah, have, I have exactly. more money than all of you. And then now he would, he, I bet you, he would, give anything. To take Civil War away, to not have that. Fight yeah, now at he's the end of Civil War. yeah, like he's like vulnerable now. But yeah. I like. I mean, you, you see Good the character. character you see the character arc. Yeah. So I love the first Avengers. So number one for me, my all-time favorite, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. Wow. That is my favorite MCU movie. That's a shocker, man. MC, that one is like similar to Captain America. Feels very isolated, but in a good way. It feels like a like a standalone movie, but it just so happens to be in the MCU because they're in. I think it was the first movie in space as well. Yeah, it was. It. I mean, kind of, sort of. Asgard is in space, but it's not space. There's no you know traveling what I mean? from planet to planet. It's very, it's very different. Uh, I liked the first. It's my favorite MCU movie. I can go back and watch that movie. Yeah. I remember when it. I say I remember when it came out like I was a kid or something. Yeah. But it. I. Twenty thirteen. It, it came out. Twenty fourteen. I think. Or it might have been around next yeah, time. Because it was like sophomore year for us. 2013. So 2014. 2014, Yeah, whatever. It came out in the past. So It, it, it did come out. That is true. It, um, it was a great movie. I mean, I love the comedy. love the style. The visual effects are great because a lot of it looks realistic. Like, there's CGI, obviously. But it looks fantastic. But most of it isn't. Like, there's a lot yeah. of stuff. Like, Gamora's, uh, Zoe Saldana's makeup. makeup. The set pieces. Drax's makeup yeah. as well. Like, there's a, they didn't CGI everyone, which I like. Like, they actually put in... Uh, effort to like Nebula, Nebula. That's that's not, all makeup none of that as well. Is CGI. It's all prosthetics. I like um, you know I just love Star Wars. You know yeah. um, the comedy. Uh, Drax is very funny in that one as well. I mean he's funny in all of them, but in that one it's a. Yeah, I just, that's my favorite one by I, far. I, I think it's the best. I think it's the best 
movie in the MCU, and it stands. It's in the MCU, but it it stands alone. You can watch it. It doesn't depend on any yeah. other movies, and it stands by itself. I was gonna say, other than Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, the Guardians were cast per- perfectly. I, a- yeah. Every character, every voice was perfect to the to the comic book counterpart. Chris Pratt, funny funny guy, kind of husky. Well, he got yeah. shredded for that. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he yeah, got he still straight up. Of, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The perfect Star-Lord. Zoe Saldana, straight face, kind of sassy. Her other work was same stuff, straight face, sassy girl. But emotional. Yeah, emotional. Like, you, you can relate to her. Perfect, perfect Gamora. Dave Bautista, man of few words, was in wrestling, did, did a few Bautista bumps here and there. Yeah, he did. He did do some. Very straight up. Vin Diesel only had one line, which is as much as he deserves. That's perfect. That's about as much as you give. <laughs> That's as Diesel. much Vin Diesel as anyone. Because after that, he just starts saying, "We're not friends. We're family." And he's like, "I don't need to hear that. Now. Just leave it out." <laughs> I, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Like, yeah. I don't need that in space, buddy. I, do, I work on cars. Like, no, just say one. Just say this one thing. Just do <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, tree. I I have a car. Like, no. So that fine. was that was great. Perfect yeah. amount of Vin Diesel. And then Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper, fantastic. Funny man. He's an A-lister. Yeah. Fantastic. He's probably the, arguably the most famous man in the MCU, as far as the actors. Yeah. Might be the most famous actor in the MCU. Because he has several classes. Uh, the Hangover. Yeah. Called, like, best com- one of the best Silver Linings ever. Playbook. Yeah. Great movie. Academy um, nominated. And Academy nominated. Did it win? Yeah, it won Best Screenplay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and, well, I guess we're a movie podcast now. Too. Yeah, we're just a movie podcast now. Um, 40 minutes. And then, yeah, I think he's the most famous celebrity. Like, Robert Downey Jr. is a big celebrity, but he kind of had his ups and downs, and he yeah. came, came back, you know, with Iron Man. Now he's on top of the world. But, uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, my absolute favorite. All right. Okay, I think that does, that just about uh, does it for this week. We are uh, – well, hang on, I'll save that for, a little, for the very, very end. Um, you can listen to uh, Crowd Noise, which you are already doing currently if you're listening to this. Uh, you can listen on Anchor Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts in case you have an Android. Um, I, I, if you didn't like this, I don't care. We we had, we're having fun with it. I had tons of fun. Thank you for yeah. stopping by, man. Thank Thanks for for, we did the yeah. first segment, too, the sports stuff, and the non-draft coverage. Non-draft coverage? None whatsoever. Not even a little. No. Kyler Murray who? And then we did uh, the Thunder. So well, there was some sports stuff here for you guys. It's not like we totally sold out. Um... Uh, I hope you guys are watch watch the movie. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Be hope very you stay spoiler free. Don't be, become a Babadook. Be very yeah. Don't be like Ben Babadook. Be very careful. I, ben was careful and he still got it spoiled. So just be smart. Not that you weren't being smart. But yeah. Just be careful, uh, especially if you don't care to have it spoiled. Then just be, don't spoil it for anyone else. Don't spoil you know, it. Don't be that. Definitely guy. do not spoil it. We're gonna go see it tomorrow. So we're um you know we're we're getting ever so closer. You know, it's almost once once we're done recording, we are officially like in in Avenger mode, yeah. ready to um, you know, whatever it takes, man. To watch the luck, and this is knowing my luck. We're gonna we're gonna sit down, and watch the draft on our phones, and then ABC is gonna get hacked, and it's just gonna be the spoilers. They're only gonna play the end of end game, <laughs> like knowing our luck, and that that's would, gonna be it. I mean, yeah. Well, if that would have happened, you know, everyone would have it spoiled. So it's like, yeah, I I just don't want it spoiled for myself. If I have it spoiled, I'm. I'm going rogue. I'm spoiling it for other people. I just said, don't be that guy, man. But uh, well, if you have it, like Hawkeye, he turns into Ronan. He had it. They did it to him, and now he's got to do it to him back. Yeah, he had to do it, man. I had to do it to him. So yeah, don't spoil it. Um, don't have it spoiled for yourself. Stay safe out there, guys. Um, enjoy the movie. I'll talk to you next week. And as of right now.
we are in the end game. <laughs>